0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash match terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed.
1: Hi everybody. Thank you for listening to this time. And now a special offer for all my listeners. I've been enjoying doing the championship audios and video introductions you've been ordering through BruceBuffer.com. Also, all the special occasions like weddings, birth of babies, you name it, I do it, your wish is by command. So with that being said, for my friend TJ, let me show you how it's done.
2: And now, it's time! Introducing the champion fighting Out of the red corner, he is a champion podcaster. He stands six feet tall at a weight of whatever he wants, presenting the producing champion of the world, TJ DeSantis. Your wish is my command. I can't wait to hear from you.
1: From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping to the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Las Vegas where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. No holds barred radio, folks. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, President Trump, politics, COVID-19, everything going on in the world. We talk about it because we have to. And on the show this week, we will cover many, many subjects, but we are going to talk about the UFC it's success in Vegas last weekend. It's success due to be happening in Vegas next weekend, the weekend after, and then on to Fight Island. I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. Hi, TJ. How are you? Hey, Buff. How are you? I'm great. I'm good. I'm good. Busy, busy, busy. Um, lots happening. We'll talk about it. And also, Monty Cox is back with us. Monty, you were on a few weeks ago. It's great to have you back. Um, yeah, it's not you year. The Oh, of course. Of course. Aside from being one of the more interesting people in the world, or maybe not the most interesting man in the world, the bottom line is... We just got off a show that, um, where we had no audience, our one, two, three, third UFC with no audience, of which I've done two, and that will continue to further notice. Um, but I wanted to have you back on the show because you are an MMA promoter. you promoted hundreds, maybe thousands of shows and fights, Ralph, shall we say? Six, a
0: little over 600. Which yeah, is, little which over is
1: six. crazy, by the way. You, you almost
3: like yeah. undersell it by saying that he's done thousands yeah. and then we have to settle for 600. But think <laughs> about that. Think about how many hours just go into one show.
1: Bonkers. Well, 600. Let, let's take 600 shows times 10 fights. 6,000 fights. Right. Right. Unreal. Unreal. And you've had everybody in the name of MMA fight for you uh, who's fought in the UFC. And of course, what I wanted to talk to you about is upcoming, as you have a kickboxing event, which, if I'm not mistaken, the main card, it's uh, Pat Militich, the great Pat Militich, a legendary Pat Militich, against a one who was one of the best boxers of his day, which is Michael Nunn. Yeah. Right. First question, boxing and boxing. I'm sure none has the advantage of course. how did you get Michael Nunn to agree to take leg kicks?
0: <laughs> well, it just was one of, he wanted to do the fight and it, it, you know, this all came about, they, they came to watch one of my shows and, uh, I, I know Michael very well because when I was the editor of the newspaper, I traveled with him. So I, I went and watched his fights in Ecuador and Mexico city, uh, all over, you know, lots of them in Vegas. So I know him very well, and, of course, I know Pat. So we were, we were all together, and and Nunn said, hey, why don't you set me up a fight? And Pat goes, well, you know, I'm in great shape. Set me up a fight. And I was laughing about it, and I said, you know, the best fight would be if you'd fight each other. I said, that I could sell. And it was a joke. And uh, and they used to kind of looked at each other and go, yeah, we, we'd do that. Well, then the antennas went up, <laughs> and I started thinking, I could sell that. And, uh and this is and now we're we've gotten to this far
1: well you know you got Pat Militich. he's 510 he's 52. Michael nine, is he still
0: 510 I don't think he's 510 I was gonna Drunk say a, that seems <laughs> a little bit edge. on
3: the the uh uh generous side of things let's go <laughs>
1: let's go five nine okay yeah he's 52. Still, still, still nice right great shape Pat's always in great shape Pat's in shape 365 days a year right then you got Michael Nunn, who's 6'1 and At 57. Least. Okay. So now first we got to get medicals, doctors to clear, which I would assume will be done for each of them.
0: We already did. Um,
1: your your experience with Michael Nunn. Is Michael Nunn actively, or do you know if he's actively training to perform leg kicks and to check leg kicks?
0: I I I I haven't actually been to there to watch him uh train. I know he is training and and uh You know, he was even before this came about his idea, you know, when he got out of prison was, he was going to give it one more try and see if he could get a big money fight. And, and in the last week, uh, someone called Roy Jones, people called him and they're talking about maybe $5 million to fight Roy Jones in Europe.
1: Slow down, slow down, slow down. Yeah, Let's just stop right there for one second. Okay. (laughs) $5 5 million dollars.
0: Michael received
1: 5 million to fight Roy Jones.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what the guy that called him was talking about.
1: I got that. I would definitely do a check on the background. I hope it is 5 million. I hope he makes 5 million if it happens. Michael just got out of jail in February of 2019 right. serving up to what would have been a 24-year prison sentence for drug trafficking, which, you know, right. passed the pass served as a sentence. Right out of the gate, walks out and somebody's going to throw five million cash on the table. Do you believe that to be true, Monty?
0: Well, I I know that uh, I see the numbers that they were offering Tyson and and stuff that the reported numbers of twenty million a little
1: different, uh, little different. I'm I, sorry, I'll respect I to Michael a Little different. Go ahead. I understand,
0: but I'm just saying I'm looking at those numbers and uh, when when Michael was at the best, he was the number one rated pound for pound fighter in the world. Yes, he was, was. thirty five and zero, and he was the first uh, middleweight. And under to start making a million a fight, he was the very first one. So he he's used to getting paid. He he was offered before this when he was in his prime seven seven million dollars to fight Nigel Ben. So mm-hmm. I mean it's not like he isn't a, a a star. And and the thing is they love him in Europe. And big, and, big and,
1: difference. Big difference.
0: In and, and Europe, if they 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 seem to want it. So, well, it, so if. If it look, if it's a million dollars, it's a ton of money for yeah, Mike, right? Of
1: course, of course, that, that's, that's, my the
0: money that, that's the money that, that they talked to him about. And so what he wanted to do is come out and show that he can, that he can move around punch, you know, this is a, uh, those guys are going to be looking very closely at him to see is, is this a guy that we want to spend money on or or can he not move anymore?
1: So you're saying they're going to look at him before they make the offer?
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes but, sense,
1: of course, of course. You know, well, you know, and
0: so so this becomes very important. This is not just uh, hey, we're in my hometown, you know, hey, buddy, let's do this. He's got to look good. So he's got a lot of pressure on him.
1: Got it, got it. So, you know, and granted, I hope he makes it. I hope he gets the $5 million, But one thing I will agree with you on, not that I'm not disagreeing with you on anything, and I'm not. Because what happens, happens, right? The proof is in the right. pudding. But the bottom line is, in Europe because I work with European promoters, you know, for many many years and of course with Eddie Hearn for the last couple of years cuz michael has been exclusive to Matchroom Boxing. But you and I both know the kind of crowds they pull in for boxing events in right. Europe. I mean, sure, granted big matches here with Floyd Mayweather, you know, outsells and sells out the Thomas Mack or excuse me, the uh, T-Mobile wherever they're at. In Europe, 40,000, 50,000, yeah. soccer stadiums, 80,000. It's it's amazing. And yes, if you are a Legendary boxer or a boxer of note like Michael Nunn with all the pedigree that's needed to make that kind of money, they hold on to that. So yes, they there really can do. be a possibility. Yeah,
0: you know Japan's kind of like that where they 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 uh, they revere their legends. That you know they still got Aoki is still like the most famous wrestler. And, yeah. and my my gosh, I don't know how old he is or how long it's been since he competed, but he's still. He's in his seventies, at least.
1: I think he's 150. Yep. <laughs> he looks it. <laughs> I didn't mean I that. I didn't mean that. He's been I, I around he, forever. <laughs>
0: I know he slapped at least ten thousand people. You know, for nothing else. You, got, you guys got slapped.
1: I got the two. I was. I did Enoki's 2003 okay. Bombay uh, event, which was in front of 55,000 or 45,000 people. That remember that New Year's Eve when they had the three events when when Hoy Gracie, uh, Aki Moto or Aki whatever his name Aki was Bono. But, Aki Bono, and everybody tuned into that. You know, they were watching us, watching this, and the main event for Hoist Gracie is like over half the population's watching the show. So that night we had it. We were in Kobe, Japan, and I remember Noki came in and he slapped Josh Barnett. He did the two-con slap. <laughs> so they're in the center of the ring, and I looked at it, and typical me running into the fight, I go, I- I'll do that, right? So I went in, Noki looked at me, faced me down, gave me the slap, and, man, that slap is not light, okay? if you. He- <laughs> He 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 nailed me. Okay, so my head did a little whip, which is fine. It was fun. I took it. It was good. But then the audience started running down, lining up. It became almost riot wise. I mean, I was like, what's going on here? I looked at Anoki. I said, you need to say something. He took the mic. He said something and they all went back and then they lined up very peacefully. Right. And then for 45 minutes, he commenced to slap. The two slap everybody. It's a slap of, how do you say it? A slap of pride, a slap of uh, respect. It's uh, just I honor. call it a an slap. Honor. I think it's, it's just a slap, slap. yeah. I don't. He, he slapped men, women, pregnant women. Old right? women. Yeah, old women, young kids, and it was just one after another. But as soon as this man spoke, he is a god there. They all listened. So anyway, that's my little note. I, I, I figured, ahead. Monty, weren't you probably at that event? I think Rich Franklin fought at that same show. Yes, he did. Yes, he
3: did.
0: Yeah. I, I Probably not you I, don't
3: want to remember, unfortunately.
0: I, I, it was so long since I was th- there was about a ten year span where I I never celebrated New Year's right in 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 America. I was always in Japan with all the guys I had, but that was uh I, that's the first time I saw the lineup and some of the elderly. I mean, a fifty something year old woman, he slapped her, knock her to the ground, and she'd get up and just so happy, crying. You know, <laughs>
1: crying happy not crying from pain crying from happy that's bonkers yeah, yeah. i mean bonkers. Th-
0: that, that's got
3: to be more fun than you know signing a bunch of autographs and taking photos for a celebrity you just i mean people are lying like slap me slap me it's like all right i mean my
1: hand's not gonna get carpal tunnel from you know signing over and over yeah. again that might go over in japan it's not happening here where, where women walk behind <laughs> men in japan yeah uh, at that will not go over here. You will no, have no, lawsuits. No, right. Lawsuits right. will be flailing. Right. To he, the next he, he, slaps he, you,
3: he slaps you. He slaps <laughs> you. They slap you with a lawsuit. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Here they,
0: line, they line up with their lawyers.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, Monty, here's the big thing. The, the big question here. I mean, I wish you all the best in this. and and I, And I love seeing. Listen, Pat. I want to see Pat make the seven figures. Right. I want to see all the boys make the seven figures. If this happens, when it happens. Good shot. The big question here. Is that you're expecting a live audience? Yeah. How now? Where is this going to be held, and In how Iowa. is that happening?
0: Huh? In Iowa, actually, today, uh, about two weeks ago, Iowa o- opened up uh, large gatherings, still with the uh, with the the separation, but ha- at fifty percent capacity. So the place that I the place that I'm fencing off to do this holds about sixteen thousand. So, so I could do eight thousand um, and just make sure that they're separate. But today, the governor lifted the fifty percent. I can now, as long as it's uh, as long as they're six feet apart, no more than ten in a group. Um, I'm allowed to do it. How, how okay. does that work? Let do me-
3: all the chairs have to be six feet
0: apart? And, and, well, no. It, what, we tried, what we're trying, what we trying to get past, and I think we will. Is, is as tickets are bought, like you buy ringside, you, your family buys one through six. Oh, uh, Together, it. Then you got to have six feet. And then, you know, if only two people buy, then there's two. And you got to, we just have to do it. So that it's way.
3: pockets of people, essentially, like people that uh, you're already exposed to. You try to remain only
1: yeah. exposed to them. Okay. Let me ask you a few questions, Bonnie. I'm very big on the being... Careful distancing, all the COVID nineteen sure. stuff in. They're already noticing, not noticing. There are spikes happening everywhere where they have opened up and allowed the public to get together. Whether it's through the protests that have happened, whether it's the states, especially the states that have opened. Nineteen states now are seeing spikes ever okay. since this was allowed. Okay, with the trend of new uh, new uh, coronavirus, you know, things increasing, right? And other twenty four states. Are trending downward okay so my question to you is as a promoter as a man of responsibility right right is everyone going to be required to wear a mask
0: i i I gotta tell you i don't know exactly what what we're going to do normally um in iowa if you're outside they haven't been doing they haven't been doing the mask inside you do um i i think they're thinking that the the six feet of, of, apart and all that kind of stuff will work. But Iowa is one that's, that's down. They, they, they only had, have like 500 deaths in their entire, and not say only, of course, but I mean, compared to other states, they, and they haven't had much of anything. I think it's, the other yesterday they had two.
1: Yeah. It's and, not about, it's not about Iowa though. It's about all the people coming in right. from the other states. But, but, what, well, I think, about but what I think Monty is I saying think though, is problems. he's,
3: Monty's going to be, complying
1: with whatever local restrictions he's supposed to. I I know you will, Monty. I'm just asking because, but I'm asking from a standpoint of you as an individual, as a human being, does it bother you that you may be subjecting people following all the guidelines? Does it it bother you at all about that?
0: It does. And we talked about that on our, on our show, TJ, that, that, you know, I don't want to be the guy that, uh, facilitates somebody else dying, even if it's one person. But you you get you know eventually you got to do your job you know and and this is my job and and nobody has to come I mean it, this is not a no one's forced you have to actually pay to get here so you know I'm just letting people make make their cho- their own choices and and I will you know I'll put out look you know remember this is social distancing you know if you want to wear a mask wear a mask you know all the different things we'll have hand sanitizers and stuff around things like things like that but the the way iowa is moving they may even get rid of the social distancing by july
1: right because
0: nothing is happening
1: will you be testing fighters <clears throat> the way the ufc test fighters
0: um i doubt it um i, I hate to say that but I, I, this is just not a I don't have that kind of money to go out and, yeah, it is and expensive. do it.
1: There's no question. Yeah, it's very expensive. Well, also, one, one thing,
0: too, it. I,
3: I think true. that we need to keep in mind, like, this isn't tomorrow. Like, we're, what, what are we at? Like, five weeks out five from this, Bonnie? So, like, we're going to find out a lot more information on yeah. what we're supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do within that time. I mean, knock on wood that this is still a possibility in five weeks. We have no idea what's yeah. going to happen.
1: Well, it's just like, you know, Dana with the Tachi Palace show, which was, you know, I was concerned about myself. I'm so much happier that I didn't get out to a UFC until Jacksonville in May. Those four weeks made all the difference in the world to me, along with the safety and protocol they put in place, which really made us feel safe. And, of course, staying sequestered when I was there. Listen, Monty. If they say it's right, and you can do what they say, and you're following all the rules and everything, and you're happy, I wish you a great show. But you know, there are concerns, and hopefully people as individuals will follow those concerns, because I'll give you an example. And again, I wish you all the best. I'm not doubting anything. Um, I was in Vegas last week, okay? I went to Vegas uh, with my friend, and she and I sequestered in the hotel and everything. We were all comfortable, and we ventured out just to take a look at the MGM, right? Which was open. It opened the night before, and we were masked, glasses, gloves, covered everything. Went in, didn't come in contact with people. Went to the blackjack table that had the plexiglass and all that. I was there for about an hour, gambled, made a little bit of money. But one thing I noticed is that maybe ten percent of the people were wearing masks and and observing social distancing. So we got out of there. I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't comfortable in Vegas with people coming in from all over. It was just it because it was new. It's 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 starting now, and I hope that. It stays calm and everything, but it is, it's is—it's different. It is different.
3: And I think, Bruce, you're kind of hitting the nail on the head with all of this. Like, no matter what protocols are put in place or aren't put in place, we're at the mercy of how serious people take all of those protocols and how they conduct themselves. Because we But can they're have not this-
1: taking it seriously. Well,
3: well again, no, like
0: they're not, especially with all this rioting and everything. It's kind of just fallen by the wayside. I mean, we
3: we live in a 24-hour news cycle, and yeah. with current events, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, we've had some really bad things happen that the the country has been focused on, and and that's one thing that has taken a step back. Is a, a lot of people seem to have forgotten that we are still in a pandemic, and, and I understand why, but that doesn't mean that we can get careless yet. You know what I mean? So yeah.
1: Well, it's going to be trial and error. <clears throat> it's going to be trial and error until the errors occur, and then it's going to be trial and error until the errors are solved. Oh Do you, know, you, so- you
3: hear that? Buff- Buffer, like, you, you grew up in Philadelphia, and
1: that's the first time I've heard your East Coast accent come Where'd out. Where did it come out? Where
3: uh, it come out? Y- it, trial and error.
1: You say trial and error <laughs> like the 70s. It's
3: trial <laughs> in 1970s.
1: Well, well, I was born in the 1950s, so maybe that had something oh, to do with it besides where I was raised. So. I love
3: it. I just, I've just i never heard you have anything but, you know, that buffer cadence where, you know, you, you're delivering your words and, you know, undetectable uh, <laughs> as far as regions are concerned. And I don't know. I don't know if it's Philly, but that's something. that That's not
1: normal. You should hear me after I go back to my hometown of Dallas, Texas for a few days. Hey, y'all. Tonight. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all.
3: It's time, <laughs> it y'all.
1: Happens. Well, listen, Monty. You're pushing forward as a, you know, right now you've gone from being a pioneer 25 years ago in this industry to now being a pioneer again, like, <laughs> like, like Dana White's a pioneer. Okay. And everybody at UFC it's because history is not written. History is being made. Right. Yeah. So you're about to make history. Everything goes well. Everything's safe. I wish you all the best. I hope the big money comes in and we'll take it from there. You want to hang with us while we talk about a few more things?
0: Oh, absolutely. And and I was going to say that the one thing that, that happened when I put this thing out there is a lot of the people who, who came up with, um, with Pat, they're all calling me. They all want on the card. I mean, Jeremy Horn wants on the card. He hasn't fought in five years, and uh, uh, Travis Fulton wants on the card because he doesn't have enough fights. Well, is, is it is it true that Fulton wants to fight six times on this event? <laughs> no kidding. You know, he's, he's he's agreed to lessen it to six.
1: Okay, right. How, how old is Travis now? Huh? How old is Travis now?
0: um he's in his 40s um but i don't know exactly
1: gotcha but, good but, luck uh, Jeremy, tell, Tra- tell travis said hi i haven't seen him in you know, one of the toughest be- dudes on the uh, planet
3: man that guy that guy will fight anybody oh god yeah,
1: yeah yeah and so but i'm getting
0: all these these uh these guys and i don't know what to really do with them the plan was the undercard is really straight boxing and we've got good boxers we we've got a 13 and 0 kid that's a prospect we've got a a kid that just made his debut uh, uh, a couple weeks ago that had three national, three golden glove national titles. And, and, you know, so we're going to have really good competitive boxing on the undercard. Some, then some, some kickboxing and then the, you know, the main event, which for our area, for the quad cities, this is, you you just couldn't write this script. It, 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 it defies logic. You know, you have a, a boxing guy that grew up in Davenport, you know, and then a, a, a an MMA guy who grew up in Bettendorf, and if people were not familiar with the Quad Cities, they touch each other. You don't know, you you go from Bettendorf to Davenport without knowing it. There's no sign, you know. Sometimes there's a sign, but you you know, but they're very competitive, and and to have those two legends do this, and now everyone says, can can uh, can Pat get through nuns punches uh you know and if if if, if we want to know if these fighters keep their power ask tim Sylvia. hey i'm I I just hear, gonna ask I hear, where's timmy on wait, this wait, card? Let, me,
1: let me say what let me say one thing i hear nuns punch pretty hard no i'm just kidding I didn't say <laughs> <laughs> any any is, chance
3: tim would get on this card money is tim have any fighting aspirations
0: you know he, he he's talking i see him online about uh Bare knuckle and stuff like that, but I don't think so. I, I think we'll probably see him in the corner.
1: You saw me shake my head just now when yeah. I hear bare knuckle. Okay, it's I, I was contacted by them. Yeah, yeah, I was contacted by them to announce, and they threw a bat, they threw a boatload of money proposal potentially at me. Right, I just wasn't comfortable doing that. I thought it was going back to where I was in 95 You know, Ew. and when I when I see, and I'm, I'm I understand, and people are making money and they're good, but. It just always makes me feel like the guy needs money every time I hear he's going to go into a bare knuckle fight. It's that's just, all, a, it's just
3: unnecessary. About. Like I don't have a problem with bare knuckle from the standpoint of like concussive force or anything like that. I just think it's like, why do you want to break your hand and get cut up? It
0: just yeah, that that's me. I don't. They just money,
1: money, 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 money. Sure, money, sure money, money.
0: But I mean, well, I guess that's what's unfortunate. Want to see blood? They want to see it. Well, you're going to see it, and that's and that There's... that's.
1: There's Are a, they still throwing out big tickets? Are they because they were paying some pretty good money in the beginning? I have no idea if they're making money. I venture to guess there's a possibility maybe they're not even breaking even. I don't know. I mean, I what well, do you they, think as a promoter?
3: They've been doing shows after shows, so there, there's yeah, the, there's still yeah, money I, there.
0: I think they started off they did better on pay per view than they thought they would. They certainly did better than I thought they would. I thought they were a one and out, but that didn't that didn't happen, and and they come back and they did pay pretty well. They paid yeah. some. Some guys got more money there than they were getting when
1: they left the UFC. You, you know, I heard it. I heard some of the persons. I don't want to quote them, but I heard some Yeah. Of, yeah.
3: You know what's interesting to me is that, obviously, like, people are interested because it's bare knuckle and, and things like that. I, I just hope this doesn't carry over to people wanting to see Valley Tudo again. Because I, I, don't, I don't think we need yeah. to see anything
1: like that. You know what I mean? Well, quite frankly, half the people that watch UFC right now are young, and they don't even know what Valley Tudo is. But the, <laughs> other, the old guys like us, we do. Hey, you listen, guys, to- let's let's— Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going
0: to say you tell the people nowadays that they used to do headbutts and and they used to punch the groin and all that stuff they go, "Come on, you're Dude. lying." Mark Coleman like, oh, no. Mark, Mark Coleman, Coleman
3: Mark Coleman may have been undefeated if they never took away headbutts. I'm not even kidding. Hey,
1: like, like There was nothing like watching Mark Coleman drop a headbutt into somebody. It was like so terrifying yeah. at times it was like amazing. Ay, yi, yi. Yeah, there were crazy. several
0: guys back then that were absolutely made for headbutts. You know, Mark Kerr I mean, that massive head, yeah. I mean, that, that thing's like coconut. I mean, he can, he can destroy yeah. anything with it, you yeah. know, and, and they liked them, but I, boy, I couldn't, that was just not well, for me. It, it kind
3: of makes sense. I mean, the crown of the head is so thick. Like a lot of people don't even realize if you get hit on the crown of your head, like it's just going to break someone's hand and you're going to walk yeah. right through it. So it makes sense to strike with that part of the body, but yeah, we're, it's 2020.
1: We don't need that. Well, really? a lot of people, if you want to throw a head, but better know exactly what part of your head to hit right. it with. You're going to get knocked out. That's true, so too. Not,
0: yeah. it's all good. It's... I don't know if you guys remember, just real quick. Remember Fujita? Oh, yeah, for sure. They, when I was over there one time in, in Japan, they ran, the paper ran a, I don't think it's an MRI, I guess it's just an X-ray,
2: mm-hmm. of
0: what a human skull looks like and the, and the thickness. Then they ran what a, what an ape's head looks like with the thickness then they ran Fujita in the middle, and there is no doubt which one he was closer to. I mean, he had, the, you know, he had a gigantic head, but his skull was like three times as thick as most people.
3: That's probably he why he could take a punch the way he could.
0: He yeah, that's why he took the punch. But yeah. he would have done well with headbutts.
1: Yeah, pretty incredible, pretty incredible. All right, guys, let's move on a little bit here. And again, Monty. You're a great promoter, and I wish you all the best. I wish you all the best.
2: The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more.
1: Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. Okay, and I know you want to hire me to announce, but you know I can't, so. Yeah, he
3: he
0: offered to do it for 40 bucks.
1: Uh, There you go.
3: Different kind of announcing. He he wants to ring announce. I just want to talk for three hours. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: I, I think I need to negotiate uh, um, TJ's deals. Sounds like he's possibly undercutting himself. A yeah, bit. I
3: can't believe Monty was going to charge me $40. I thought he'd hey, at he, least get 80 he out of it. Buy yeah. himself in. <laughs> That's definitely not true. See, promoters right. are liars, just filthy right, liars. Guys,
1: the, the big news in MMA coming up here obviously, there is the UFC card happening this weekend. It's in Las Vegas. Headlined by Jessica I and Cynthia Calvillo, uh, Marvin Vittori and Carl Robertson coming in to do their thing, getting a rematch. Ray Borg coming back. God, Ray Borg just fought. Ray Borg coming back. Andre Feely, Charles Jordan, um, Mark De La Rosa, and Jordan Espinosa. There's some really good tight fights here. I will be not be announcing in Vegas this weekend. I will be back on the 20th, 27th. But the big news yesterday that came out in MMA and the world of UFC is that Dana White made publicly and revealed Fight Island, the location. Okay. Uh, Monty. TJ, did you guess it was Yaz Island or did you think it was somewhere in Fiji or tropical? I, I thought
3: it was Costa Rica. That's what I thought Fight Island was going to be. But Yaz Island I, makes sense.
0: I, I I honestly
1: didn't even think about it. Okay. Well, you're too busy trying to put together, you know, a but show with 17,000 people sitting together. <laughs> 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 okay. So then anyway, it's Yaz Island. going to have four shows. I will be there from uh, the I will do the shows on the 11th, the 13th. Excuse me. I forget. What am I doing here? First show is on the 11th, the 11th, and then the 15th and the 18th, I'll be doing those shows. I will not be doing the one on the 25th, uh, heading over to File Island. Don't know what to expect, although I do know what to expect. It's going to be hot, okay? It's going to be hot. The Octagon's going to be on the beach. It's going to be an adventure, but the card is pretty amazing, Right, they're working on locking in fights. You know, Fabricio Verdum versus Alex Gustafson, Antonio Nguera, uh, Rogério Negera, Shogun Hua, Whitaker and Darren Till, right? Um, Kamaro Usman, Gilbert Burns, you know, Peter Yan, Jose Aldo, Jessica Andrade. It, it's Nama like Yunus.
3: fantasy fight island. Like honestly, it's like these are super fights.
1: These are all great fights, so, you know, and of course the big one, Alexander Volkanovski and Max Holloway. I mean, this is big stuff. So this is going to break the mold. We'll be doing the Vegas shows. Um, I commend the UFC again, coming back from last weekend on all the safety, the protocol. It was more in place. If you notice that Joe Rogan didn't even interview inside the octagon; he was doing it yeah. separate outside, where they put the fighter in the back. Um, the Nevada Athletic Commission and the governor of Nevada were all looking at this very closely. They did a great job, and now we're back next Saturday. It, so. it,
3: it looks like a, from you know, watching on the outside inverse that the uh, protocols actually get more stringent and more yes. safe each time out, which, I mean, you would expect because you're you know getting more reps at it. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't see anyone that wasn't wearing a mask that uh, was supposed to be wearing a mask. Like, almost everybody was masked unless you were – The referee, yourself, the fighters are on camera in in commentary.
1: Let's put it this way. That is true. And at one point, I got out of the octagon. I was working get back to my desk and doing a little work. And uh, Joe, our head of security, came out, Bruce, Bruce. And I forgot I had the mask on. Believe me, everybody was being policed. I had to put my mask back on. As soon as I leave the octagon, I have it on. I walk in with it, and um, you know that's just the name of the game, guys. And they're doing a great job at doing that. We'll keep it going. And other sports organizations are taking note and following suit. But Monty, you're right; it costs. I can't even imagine how much it costs. We were tested as soon as we arrived, had results by the next morning. And if you're not tested uh, negative for COVID, you can't do anything. Uh, Luckily, to my knowledge, nobody tested positive. I,
3: I've heard. If I, uh, so, so, sorry, real quick, I've heard the average cost for a COVID test is something like two hundred and fifty
1: dollars. I went to my private doctor here, mm-hmm. and I had another test two weeks ago because I wanted to get tested a week after I got back from the first show,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, even though I was going to get tested a week later. You know, I got to think hey, about my mom and people come around. Yeah. And, and uh, I tested negative. It cost me 250 but that was the processing fee. Robert, right? I mean, that's
3: really what it is. Well, all yeah. the that's others, yeah. really <laughs> what
1: it is. I mean, come on now. Do- what is Do- it doctor's really cost? Make, doc- doctors got to make money. That's all we know. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, I, got now-
0: quick, I got a quick question for you guys. So the, if everyone in the UFC, it's a small, a small group by UFC standards, the, uh, if they all get tested and they're all negative, why the masks? What at that point, if you're not introducing anybody new into your, your group, if you know you're all negative, what, does, what do the masks do?
1: Uh, Very simple. Very simple. Yeah. When okay. you leave your room, when you walk out of the hotel to take a walk, when you go to a convenience store to buy something. If asymptomatic infection is true, which Dr. Fauci, after what had gone on this week, has said, you know, he's shaking, it's the asymptomatic infection is true. Right. So if you walk out with your mask, this, that, the other, you touch something, you don't want, it just takes one contact, right? And then asymptomatically, or whatever, you could possibly infect somebody around you. So protocol has to stay in place. So to me- if, you
0: sneeze, if you touch some, if you touch it, and I'm I'm being I, I'm I'm not as good at this as I should be or as knowledgeable, but say I'm running my hand down a railing, and I pick I pick up something that was left. If I now sneeze on you, it goes that, or do I have to touch you?
1: If you touch your mouth, you touch your eyes, you touch your face, okay. and you get it. And then again, there's a gestation period, of course, but this is ultimate care. Yeah, you're, you're, from what I understand, it's at that point that you can transfer, you know, the virus. Hey, right can, now, there's.
3: Can, can I flex my skills here as someone who gets paid to speak for a living and, and just answer oh. Monty's question in one sentence? Um, do you ever point an unloaded gun at somebody? No.
0: I, I. I don't have a gun and, and I'm not allowed. Right. Well, well, well,
3: that's a completely different story. But yeah, like like you you, you just don't do it. You don't take unnecessary risks. So wear am I? Okay.
1: And they tell they told us after we got tested, we were told that on Friday when we got tested, that we had to sequester ourselves said, if you don't, if you want to go out and check something up and go outside, go outside before, but once you're tested, you got to sequester yourself until the results come back.
0: Does so, everybody wear gloves?
1: Yes. Well, no, no, no. That's your choice personally. And again, gloves are fine, but remember, when you touch something, gloves get just as dirty. You can't touch your face, and then you got to constantly change your gloves. Bottom line is, wear a mask, wash your hands, use Perel, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands, don't touch your face. Simple, simple, simple. Yeah. And keep distancing. That's the main thing. And, Monty, a little bit of a dig, but after three to four months of this, if you have to ask that question, I think you better Google something and go read it. Okay?
0: I'm hey, in Michigan. We're we're not allowed to leave our our
3: house. I, I was it's just going to say, Monty doesn't go anywhere. So our,
0: our, I don't go anywhere.
3: Yeah, I, you
1: I, said, I, you you sounded like the the governor of Tennessee there for a second, or the other guy. What is it? I forget. One somebody other person who said, "How dare you, Bruce?" Well, what did he say after two months? He finally said, "I just realized that the virus could be transferred through the air." Uh, Monty, them, Monty, they're, Monty they're, Bruce is calling you a I, dummy I, right now. I, 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 I didn't, didn't say, I, say I, dummy. I, I, I did not say okay. that. I said he sounded okay. like that. He's calling you an idiot
3: right now. I understand. I, I don't
0: want to start bringing out stories or anything like that. to. I'm not Trump. I'm not going to get even. I'm going to let it go. Hey, Monty, <laughs> just, no, just drink no, some
3: bleach. I drink some understand. bleach. You'll be fine.
0: I don't understand, understand a lot of the stuff because because uh, will say one thing one day, and the next the next week it's something different. Then then we're told it, it, you, this could be dangerous to to stay inside. Did you and just call him Fousey? Talk, but I'm locked up in here. Did he know? call him Fousey?
3: He called oh, him Fousey. He's not a Muppet. Fousy. It's not Fousey Bear. <laughs> you're, you're right, Bruce. He's an idiot.
1: <laughs> I didn't say that, but you did. But that's okay. Well, we I love down. you,
3: Monty. Monty's an amazing person.
1: Um, hey guys, with all this I, going, I want him to
0: tell me what to do? Don't go inside. Don't go outside. I, I, I got to do one of the two. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I got to do one of them. Yeah,
3: just listen to Fousey Bear. You'll be fine.
1: <laughs> all right, guys. Um As we move on here, you know, one of the good news is, you know, with the George Floyd Memorial Fund, I was looking because when I get orders for videos and audios, I I told everybody charitable donations will be made to COVID-19 animal military and children's side charities. So I was looking at the George uh, Floyd Memorial Fund for his family. Their target was one point five million and they have received so far and good for them. It won't bring George Floyd back, but good for the family and their people, $13,885,500 Jeez. as of yesterday in the George Floyd Memorial Fund, which the target was one and a half. So like I said, it won't bring the, the man back, but good for the family. So there we go on that. Michael Jordan has pledged over a $100 million uh, yeah. over 10 years to the black community, done that. People are really coming forward with donations, doing what they do. And uh, this is great. You know, I mean, hopefully all the... Protests has created unity, has created a lot of things, and has done beneficial for us moving forward to help with the situation and uh, which this horrific incident uh, that occurred, you know, caused, amongst many other incidents in the past. That's all I can say about that. So good yeah. for the family. Things are rolling forward. Protests uh, are being peaceful after the week of or whatever the days of uh, things we were going through last week, and let's hope that it all stays. Uh, that way, right. and we all we all learned something positive moving forward to be the best we can be to everybody around us. You guys, Dad,
0: you you guys, real quick, real quick. I did hear that uh, Jordan's hundred million, he he agreed to do it as long as none of it went to Isaiah Thomas. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, you and I understand, and TJ understands what that is. Half our audience is going to go right over their head. Uh, yeah. Now nah,
3: everyone's everyone's watched The Last Dance. I think they know. I think more people know about Michael Jordan now than they did back in the day. Um, yeah, that's pretty incredible what i was gonna say is, is is you guys i mean you're ancient compared to me i'm still young compared to both of you um did he just call us I ancient, did. Monty? what the heck is that how did.
0: can he look at two people with all this hair and call us names son
3: <laughs> of a bitch he got me there that is very very true um, monty i don't i don't know about you monty
1: but i'm gonna break out the six pack right now okay oh god monty <laughs> I, might I, do I, that too but he already he drank two did. of them so it's a four pack let's <laughs> go with dj um yeah.
3: Can you remember a more tumultuous year in your lives? No. Like, I, I can't, like, this This has to be the strangest year of all of our existences, because I, I don't know if I could handle a more difficult, traumatizing year than this year.
1: Well, hopefully we all get stronger because of it, because it's not over.
3: You know, know. Many people claim you know. it's
1: going to get worse before it gets better. It's right. June!
3: Think about that. <laughs> Think about what we've done this year. It's June! It's uh, like June, I, I, like,
1: and like, we're... we're We're expecting it to bounce up again in November, God forbid, you know, Uh, when everything come forward.
3: Putting things into perspective, I was talking with a buddy
1: um, last week,
3: and he was like, do you realize that Kobe Bryant passed away this year? And it's like, wow, that seems like such a long time ago. But so much has happened since that major news story that it feels like it's been longer. And, like, I, I just, when you have the year in review in December of this year, like, I don't even know how you it's going to take you a whole year to explain what happened this year.
0: Yeah. You know, there's some good things that came out of it. I mean, I think at least for me that you definitely realize that we're way too dependent on China. And and if we don't if that doesn't get fixed because of this, then, we're, then you know, we got the wrong people leading us. But, the, you know, some things like that are popping up and five years down the road. A lot of this stuff will we'll be a better country because of it. That's what I think.
3: You
1: well, hope. I think so. You hope. I, I hope, and I think so, too. My biggest concern, Monty, and I even talked about this before COVID-19, is our younger generation okay. and the effect it's having. on It's not healthy. It's not good. It's depression, post-traumatic stress, all this kind of stuff coming in. We used to talk about socialize, uh, excuse me, um, how Communication and socializing amongst the younger generation with the technology of texting and maybe they're not talking as much as we did and all that now they're even dug deeper into a rabbit hole where they can't socialize properly with their friends and everything else and yes the virtual the zoom they're back to the gaming whatever the case might be no proms yeah. you no, know, growing up and the and the and the beauty of life and the experience you get and the changes you get when you go through your your young stages of life, all that that incurs. No that's one's a no big one's, concern of mine.
3: No one's walking across the stage and getting their diploma like, for for parents, that's a really big thing. You know, I when know. I, when I was a senior in high school and I graduated, I could give a shit. Like I didn't even want to go, but I I went because my parents went, you know wanted me to, and it meant something to my grandparents that were there. Like, I really can't imagine what it would be like for me to not be able to have that moment for my son. And like that, that's, it's sad. It's really sad well, to see what people have had to endure this year.
0: And you know, I mean, sports isn't everything, but it's a big part of our, our culture and yeah. all those kids that were seniors, they were their their last year Yeah. after some, some kids that started at four years old yep. playing baseball or whatever, they went all the way till they just getting ready to start their senior year in college Yep. and think, it's done. It's like you're done. And, and
3: and for those players that don't get to go to the next level, it's just an abrupt end. That it's it, there's no ceremony. There's no pomp and circumstance to that final game, and that's really there's sad.
0: No senior night. No. There's no no having your having your. I was lucky in that my son graduated uh, the year before previous year, mm-hmm. and we got to do all those things. They honor them. They you know the parents come out. I mean all those things that you look forward to as parents, putting all the time in. And and for most of them, it, it just ended.
3: Yeah, and you don't get that back. You can't get that back with your teammates or for your family. It's it's hard. I'm I'm curious to see what uh, some of the implications are for like professional drafts because of that. You know, college athletes not getting that uh, final year in. It's gonna it's gonna have lasting impacts much further than oh, we
1: even know. I can't even sit back and I mean I I've actually sat back and thought about this and it really you know brings sadness to me mm. thinking around the table of family you know wherever they're at with their son or their daughter you know this major athlete has a chance to go on to to buy the house for the folks and get the contract and yeah. all that and, it, and they're sitting around and as you realize there's a time window here okay yeah. it's yeah. tragic well, it's tragic on so many different levels talking for about the sports high school, too the
0: high school kids that could never go to college they don't they, they can't afford college, yeah. but they need that senior year mm-hmm. to, for the scouts to see them and get a see chance.
1: Them. Yep.
0: And there's no senior year. No,
1: you um, know how many you know how many graduation videos and audios I've been doing over the last month because of the virtual you know ceremonies taking place. I've it's, heard I've heard, heard so many.
3: I've heard so inundated. many, Bruce, that actually colleges are not accepting qualified applicants unless they've been graduated by you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I could think of about a you know fifty or more that are gonna make college, so that that's a good thing. There you <laughs> go. Hey, one I thing got I'm curious got uh, have you, have you guys seen that they're they're talking
3: about starting up the basketball season again? Like, yeah. basketball opens in like October, so what is, is game seven of the NBA finals gonna be a day before opening day? Like, yeah, I, I don't I know what's gonna you're, happen. You're talking about this...
0: starting almost right at the playoffs, right? Yeah. Boom, playoffs and go. Right,
3: but what are they gonna have? A month off?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's crazy. Like, how does free agency and stuff work during all that? Yeah. I don't
0: do, do your money thing, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> My money that, thing? <laughs> that's that this that's why it's that's oh. why they want to do hey, it. Well, speaking of money, hey, there's I, gonna be
3: no baseball this year, and that, that is heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. Not if you're a Detroit Tiger fan, well, to be honest. This true. is the best we could have hoped for.
3: <laughs> if there's no world series champion you can kind of claim that maybe you're the world series champion why not we'll
0: for it raise you the know, banner you know, little I, I i can't remember if i said this on our show or not but uh moving up here to detroit we now out of the four major sports we have the number one draft pick in three of them really wow. means we have the worst team in the entire league in three sports
3: well i mean you're at least Hockey, good at,
0: basketball and baseball you're good at being bad and, and and in football, we did not finish last. There were like four teams worse than us. Yeah,
1: but they're still the Lions, so. <laughs> no,
0: <I
2: don't.
1: laughs> you know, let's just hope the best for everything. That's all I can say. We've got to get our pleasures. We've got to stay happy. We've got to stay strong. And I know I say this every show, but, you know, the bottom line is now during this time period, everybody should be getting in the best mental and physical shape they can. The world has changed. The world is gonna be changing forever to a certain extent. We'll go back to normal to a large extent, but we gotta be prepared for whatever we can do. And this is proof in the pudding. I don't care how old you are, young, old, and different. This is a mark of how strong we are as a generation. It has to be. Our generation, it, it has to be. The World War II generation is the greatest generation ever. Why? They went through the depression. They went through World War II. They went through so much. And that's what makes them strong and made them strong. And we're going through a lot in one year right now, a lot. So I wish I, I just wish the best for everybody. But you're, I you're said it every show, that's
3: you're, you're going to learn a lot about how resilient we are or aren't when this is all done. You know, so.
1: Well, yep, exactly. Speaking of resiliency, can you guys figure this out? They found a 110 million year old dinosaur. OK, they got the contents of its stomach and they were able to figure out what the dinosaur ate. How do you what? figure that out after 110 million years? It's got to be all fossilized in like stone, right? So yeah, like, fossilized stone. They 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 detected plant based stuff, all this kind of stuff. Was it,
0: but was it McDonald's?
1: No, there was no what, Big <laughs> Macs in there. No egg McMuffins. Everything's good, thank God. He grew up healthy. Maybe that's why it stayed in his stomach for 110 years. I heard those fried.
0: fries will stay around forever.
1: Yeah, they can well, stay around it was, forever.
3: It's funny about that. Those fries they only last
1: about two minutes when I'm around them. I don't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, another great white attack I see here, Australia. Another one, uh, another surfer went yep. down in Australia on a great white attack. That's always something we talk about in the show, not out of happiness, but 60-year-old surfer. Wow, 60. Yep. 60-year-old surfer, 10-foot long, great white. They even have a picture here when the ski passes over a shark swimming along the coast here. Uh, yeah, went out. They tried to rush and help him, but at 60, he couldn't survive the bite. It, 10, it, sorry, bit, his,
0: it bit his leg, right? It it's made yeah. it sound like they... He ba- they basically almost bit it off And there was no uh, Too much blood Just
1: You bite the leg like that You're probably going to hit the femoral artery Which, you know, is just a matter of quick quick time Yeah um, You know, this. we live in a day of social uh, unrest We live in a day of PC Political correctness And more so than ever And things are changing daily Did you read where the man that started You ever watched The Flash? Oh yeah Yeah, yeah He they found a bunch of obsessive tweets And that's a hit show He got yeah, fired yeah. He got fired well, He got canned
0: Those those tweets were pretty out of line. Very I mean, they well, were, I, like, I don't they, even want
1: to repeat them. I'm not going to talk about yeah, them. Yeah, no, sure. don't. So,
0: no. I couldn't. I wanted to read them because I thought, come on, what could have he said? Do we? Did you really have to to fire him? And I read, I read like three, and I'm like, damn, can that guy? Right, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, I mean, so then then you have another you have another situation where the LA Galaxy, their midfielder Alexander Katai, he got fired, not because yeah. he wrote the post, because his wife shared yeah, racist and violent social media posts. So now he got not fired. I
2: mean,
3: do, do people Stupid. forget that people read the internet? Like, I'm confused on how they can be this crazy. I mean, I guess they're that crazy to think that way to begin with, but what are you doing?
0: You know, he, he even came out and, and and went against her and said, these are not my thoughts. Right. These are not, you know, it I mean, he, he did. I didn't know she did them. They were done in a foreign language. Uh, I mean, h- how do you can him for that?
2: Look,
1: Do the parents get arrested when the children under 18 commit crimes? Do the parents suffer the results of everybody else? You're a fan. You're you know, it's the way they look at it. I'm not saying I agree with it, but um, in essence, to a certain extent, I do. But you never know.
3: The uh, there's a great movie out there. It's probably been out now for 10 years called The Social Network. And in uh, the film, uh, there's a quote that says something along the lines of just remember that the Internet is printed in ink. And I think a lot of people forget that because even if you delete something. It's not deleted. It's there, yeah. and it will come back and bite you in the ass.
1: Totally, and that's what it did. Now, speaking of uh, coming back, have you guys seen the, the B Water uh, tribute to Bruce Lee? Uh, I've seen the clips that have been on uh, the UFC awesome. yeah, broadcast, the but I haven't I, seen it yet. I, I, re- it was- I
0: heard some negative stuff about it.
1: Yeah, there'll be some negative stuff about it, of course. But, you know, the other thing that came out, he was a child actor. He was a, a child star in China. I never knew really? that.
3: I didn't know that yeah, either. His,
1: his father, his father was in the theater and an actor, too. He grew up in the theater. Hmm. Right. And he, you know, how he got into martial art. It's a fascinating. I, I was fascinated because it had information I've never seen before. That's great. So I highly recommend it. I and mean, then, the Bruce Lee narrative has been told a million times
3: over. So if you got something new out of it, that's that says something. It about is.
1: This. Loaded. Yeah. Loaded yeah. with new stuff from beginning to end. I recommended everybody to watch. And then Ariel Helwani, uh had about six of us, including Michelle Waterson, myself, um, uh, Adesanya and others to commenting about, you know, experiences or what Bruce Lee meant to us. I was alive when Bruce Lee was alive. And uh, I talk about my experience with him and, of course, my friendship with Steve McQueen, who we used to train. And Bruce died the year before I met Steve. And the one thing I mentioned in the in the piece with Ariel is that when I walk into McQueen's house, he had a plaque on the, on the wall that was a Jeet Kune Do Award signed by Bruce Lee to Steve McQueen. Wow. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And I have tried forever to get this from Chad, being the collector I am. Haven't yet. Someday I will. I may have to like. <laughs> Walk out of his house with it when he's not looking. It's just too cool for school. It's really cool. Hey TJ, do you have the Logan Paul video by chance? Yeah,
3: we'll we'll play it on the way out here. I can't uh, do yep. it. when we're no, we're, live, getting, so. we're we're,
1: we're going to close out
3: the show. We're going
1: to close out the show. Now. Yeah,
0: I, I wanted to say one thing, Bruce. The Steve McQueen. I I watched a documentary on 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 TV on on the Smithsonian Channel, and they talked about the filming of the Great Escape. And and when they came in, Steve McQueen says, "I want to do my own motorcycle stuff." And so there's a scene where he pulls up, stops, and then takes off over the, the hills. Well, they couldn't get anyone there to, to come even close to him. They're supposed to be chasing him, and he's so far ahead. They they went out and they got two Austrian professional motorcyclists to chase him. And the same thing happened. He was so far ahead, they had, what they had to do was he went over the hill. He, then he drove all the way back around, changed uniforms, and chased himself. It was the only way they could be—they look
2: that, close.
1: That's interesting because, you know, look, McQueen was a champion motorcycle rider, car driver, drove Le Mans with a yeah. broken foot, right? Used to be all the time out on weekends on his bikes, riding with his buddies, everything. Chad, his son, became a uh, national champion in motocross at like age 12 or something like that. Crazy. And they used to try to get me to ride motorcycles all the time. But I was I knew myself back then. I said, I will kill myself. I know my personality. <laughs> if I do what you guys, I, I will, I'm I just expecting the worst. So go enjoy your motorcycles. We go out into the desert, do the ATV stuff. But the motorcycle I left up to them. But, um, you know, the thing about McQueen is he had that friendship with Bruce Lee, and uh, then Chuck Norris used to train him at his house after Bruce Lee passed away. It was quite an experience, but very interesting. Very, very interesting. And, oh, the Great Escape. When he jumped over the fence, right? that was not him. Oh, that, he did the jump. He did not do that jump. That was his buddy, who I know, because I was really good friends with his son. I think uh, Bud something or other, the stunt man. That was a stunt man that did that actual jump. Oh, There's thanks. too too much risk involved for the movie for him to do that jump. But he did everything else because he yeah. always wanted to do his own stunts, especially driving and all that. Yeah, no question.
3: I, I heard Monty Cox does his own stunts.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, in the eating. You know, mm. if I ever have to be in the great hot dog eating contest, I will play myself.
1: All right, all right well, guys, I want to I want to tell one feel-good story, and then if you don't mind, TJ, I, I did, Logan Paul I did this video for because I, I'll, I'll go into that in a second. After all the, the riots and all, this is really cool. A teenager named Antonio Gwynn Jr., right? He's in Buffalo, New York. He took it upon himself at 2 a.m. on a Monday to go out into the streets. He grabbed a broom. He grabbed trash bags. He started cleaning the streets all by himself. He's an 18-year-old kid, and when people showed up that morning, a crew to clean. He already got most of the work done. People were so taken with the fact that he did that, that two parties, one awarded him a Mustang, right? That he had and gave him a Mustang car to drive, gave him his first car, 2000 red Mustang convertible. And another one gave him a college scholarship. Wow. Wow. So that just goes to show you young people out there listening Take it upon yourself to do good things. I'm not promising you you're going to get a car or scholarship, but if you get a pat on the back and you feel good and you do good for people, or if it goes something more like what we just discussed, then you're being a good person. And if anybody has learned anything over the last few weeks, we have to be the best we can be and as good as we can be to each other, no matter what our race, no matter what our religion, no matter anything. We have to be a unified people working together. And I think this is an example of what that's all about. And I was so happy to read that now. I do the championship intros, videos, and audios through BruceBuffer.com. We talk about it all the time. We had a record month last month with graduations, Father's Day videos coming in, everything. Birth of babies, weddings, you name it. Weddings are postponed mostly now. But we're very, very busy. And Logan Paul, the influencer who boxed KSI and... Uh, has 23 million or more, you know, uh, followers and his uh, YouTube site and all. He came out with a clothing company called Maverick Clothing, and we've become friends. He's very cool. And we did a business deal together where I did this video for him. I filmed it in front of a green screen, but then he took it and edited it into a Logan Paul video. So, TJ, if you have that, can we shoot that real quick? Because it's kind of fun to look at. You may have noticed I started this thing called the Maverick Club. Basically, it's like a... Actually, you know what? Down I'm not gonna explain it. Instead, I'm gonna make this more exciting. I've actually hired my good friend Bruce Buffer to explain it. So
2: uh, Bruce, take it away. It's time to join the Maverick Club! Benefits include exclusive weekly content, limited edition, Maverick Clothing! Site-wide discounts, free shipping! In the U.S., $10,000 monthly giveaways, members, FaceTimes, and dinners. And they're even giving away Logan Paul's Dodge Challenger. Sweetsteak rules below. I would join myself, but I have no idea who Logan Paul is.